0: A wrestling talk from the four corners of parts unknown. This is that wrestling podcast. Welcome to the number one sports and recreation pod. No, wait. Um, no, this isn't cheap heat. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. what happened <laughs> when? No, no, it's not that one either. Uh, it's it's not grilling with JR, it's not 83 weeks. Welcome to that wrestling podcast. And no, I'm not quitting. Uh, I am Jason Marchuca. <laughs> And uh the boys are here. It's another week in the world of professional wrestling, and we always start the same way. What
1: are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today? Today. What are you what are you wearing? What are you
0: wearing today? It is a pro wrestling podcast where pro wrestling shirts are mandatory. This is what are you wearing? Obviously, because you just heard the song. Uh, Brian, we'll start with
2: you. What are you wearing this week? Are you sure we don't want to start off by talking about Jim Ross? Or do you want to wait until that Crown Royal bottle? No, 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 no. You want to wait for We're, the crown royal yeah. bottle to be a little lower, right? Okay. Just
3: because <laughs> he,
0: just because okay. he fucks up an AEW broadcast, <laughs> he doesn't get to fuck up a TWP broadcast. Fair so, enough. Uh,
1: the roast of JR is coming
2: up. <laughs> <laughs> After <right>. the barbecue <laughs> <Yes>. of JR. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. There's, there's a teaser for all <laughs> JR sucks. Oh, my God. All right. Um. So this is the 4th of July holiday. And I, I'm really lacking, you know, I, I'm like, I could wear, if, if I had a hacksaw shirt, that would work. Kurt Angle, Sergeant Slaughter. I don't have none of those. So that's something I got to step up. But I do have a shirt of a real American. I have Darn. Hulk. Iron. Uh, I thought it was gonna be the Iron Sheik. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you did? <laughs> no, I got, got, I got my go. Hulkamania shirt. Shout out to Hulk Hogan.
0: Uh, Joe, what do you have?
3: Uh, Real American, 4th yeah. of July weekend, I am Same wearing yellow and red Hulkamania t-shirt. Uh,
0: okay, so I went with the Stone Cold Stomping Mud Holes and Walking Them Dry shirt, which may or may not indicate something coming up later in the show, and what about you, Kevin?
1: I little little setup for the story so when we first started uh you know the podcast i bought i think 20 shirts in about a month and a half and this is one of those shirts and a deal of hot topic it is macho america i I do have to for everyone (laughs) everyone watching the i have to go up slow it's him you know with the tassels it's america uh and a huge fucking codpiece
0: so so
1: (laughs) uh extra of a shirt uh it's fantastic it's fantastic suddenly
2: i feel like slamming yoko zuna on the uss intrepid
1: (laughs) (laughs) he apparently loved loved two things you know uh miss elizabeth rest in peace and apparently america so Uh, america America.
0: you you guys talked about the lex express you go to homage.com right now they have a us (laughs) they have a lex express t-shirt and Whatever that was called, whatever ship that he body slammed Yokozuna, they have the the Intrepid.
2: Yeah, the Intrepid. Uh,
0: That's what I said, Uh, but
2: I didn't know if I was just throwing that out of thin air.
0: Yeah, so homage.com has uh, those shirts. And if you are uh, looking for some pro wrestling tees action, they have their 4th of July sale, 20% off. Uh, using the code USA. And this is not an ad um, <laughs> because this morning I tried to make a, a purchase on Pro Wrestling Tees, And me being the dumbass that I am trying to buy on the first day of a weekend sale, I got bounced. Now, Brian thought it was because of my pending homage deal that is not there. <laughs> but uh, yeah. And if you want to pick up a That Wrestling Podcast t shirt, you can go to whatamaneuver.net, search That Wrestling Podcast. You can get the logo shirt, you can get the bruise neck shirt, and both of those shirts. Brian still does not have. (laughs) So um, (laughs) another week in the world of professional wrestling and another month where there are another set of WWE releases. Now this started last Friday afternoon and uh, 40 total wrestlers since WrestleMania have been released. And here is the latest Uh, Fandango Tyler Breeze, Tony Nese, Ayari Davari, Tony Nese, Ever Rise, August Gray, the Singh Brothers, Marina Shafir, Killian Dane, Artua Ruas, Kurt Stallion, and that writer that we talked about last week. All of them got released last Friday. And honestly, I feel like this is the best thing for these talent. And of course, I don't want to see anybody without a job. And I hate to see people lose their jobs, but None of these talents moved the needle for me. So best of luck in their future endeavors, wherever they end up. The biggest thing is they'll be able to bump up their indie rate and their, their, their Comic-Con rate. So good for them for getting released and moving on to bigger and better things. But Brian, you know, a lot of these names, I don't know who they are. Who's Kurt Stallion. Who's, who's uh? august gray i have no idea do you know who these
2: guys are yeah but only surface like you know the, they don't have a lot of history it's a lot of 205 live guys which the name itself uh it's not, it's not <laughs> even live anymore they taped it before NXT. 205. it's 205 dead 205 <laughs> taped <Jesus. laughs> just, yeah so uh, i'm with you jay uh you know i guess Fandango and Breeze are the ones you go, oh, man, you know, but they had a good run, you know, so I don't (laughs) feel like they got gypped or anything. And I feel like both those guys can go on and do other things. And the rest of them, a lot of just younger guys, it seems like for the most part, that never really got the shine in their WWE career. So I'm with you. I think bigger and better things, at least having the opportunity for bigger and better things for all of them.
0: But the real question is, Brian, when uh, Brizongo got released, did you really go? Oh, man.
2: (laughs) I don't know if I did that, but I did. That was the only one that raised an eyebrow like, oh, they've been around for a while. It's disappointing. But yeah, there was no like the last round where we were all going Braun, Aleister Black. There was nothing like... And none of these guys that you said moved the needle, you go, okay, I can get why they would get released. If they're trying to cut budget, These none of these names are surprising.
0: And Kevin, you're our resident nice guy. What do you think of all this?
1: I, uh, uh, a lot of enhancement talent has been let go in this one. You know, when when Brazango, you know, when they came in the astronaut costumes, it's fun, right? And, and they still have... Uh, good at the athleticism and everything in the ring but like <laughs> every single one of them that that you listed off tony niece is muscular okay go work at a uh, planet fitness you, you'll get a job wow wow there goes the resident the nice, nice guy, guy. yeah wow. but, but realistically yeah third of, third of them i unlike brian i've never heard of a third of the list and yeah, no, no one Dane was pretty good, killing Dane. Yeah. Was, uh, I mean, and he had a really it, good look, you know, moved around like a big guy in uh, uh Sanity. It's crazy to think that only Nikki Cross is is the last one standing.
0: Well, well no, uh didn't the guy that was an Imperium? Wasn't there an Imperium guy he got, in Sanity fire too? Yeah, he got really Oh, on. last like, month. Okay, yeah. last month. Yeah, it's so, uh I was bummed for the Ever-Rise guys because that I don't know what they could do in the ring. I don't even know if they had a match, but they were kind of funny. Well, they got they beat that- up
1: by Hit Row <laughs> like two weeks ago. That was yeah. the only they rebuilt
3: the In Your House that they
1: got thrown through. The one guy kind of oh. looked like Matt Jackson, I always thought. like or yeah, like, a little bit. Uh, the Young Bucks, like kind a of bit. a chunkier version mm-hmm. of them. Yeah.
0: Uh, Joe, real quick, any thoughts on the releases? Or are you with the rest of us? And with the
3: rest, I just felt bad that Tony Neese got fired twice according to your list. But you know, other than that <laughs> Look at first, your list, you, Jay. Yeah. You, you you read his name twice. It's like Tony Neese, Killian Dane, Tony Neese. <laughs> Poor guy. You see it? It's on no. it's on
2: my notes too, is on there twice. <laughs> so yes. Yeah. One time he you spelled N E E S E and one time it's N E S E. So maybe that's You know what it happens.
3: Mistakes happen during a live broadcast. Oh, you know what? It happens. No.
0: Oh yeah, it is, isn't it?
2: <laughs> it's like the third third, and fifth, third and fifth person down. Third
3: ones. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Tony yeah. Neese, nice. Anthony Neese. Nice.
2: You're double fire, Tony. That's how much we don't want you. Yeah. Nisei.
0: Nisei. It's a, it's a <laughs> yeah.
2: totally different guy. Right. A totally different guy. So, <laughs> he's uh, I on, I he's felt, on 206 I, Live.
3: <laughs> I, I, felt, I felt bad for, like, Fandango and uh, Breeze because I thought they would do better when live crowds were coming back again. But you know what? It would have been a nostalgia thing. They'll do better in the indies. They'll do better uh, wherever they get picked up. The rest of them, uh, you know, good luck on your future endeavors.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if Breeze gets rehired. I really feel like out of all them, he was probably the one, because remember when Jushin Thunder Liger had his one WWE match, it was against Tyler Breeze at NXT in your house or uh, takeover. So I think if anybody will come back, it'll be Breeze. And then there's no, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people that July 14th is right around the corner for the August or the April releases. So uh, it'll be interesting to see where they end up, but on SmackDown uh, Friday night, you know it's it's proving week in week out that yeah, SmackDown is the A show, and yeah, I was very shocked. It caught me by surprise that Edge returned.
1: Kevin, you love Edge. Did you know mm-hmm. that was happening? I didn't. I didn't, and uh, he, he the beard is great. I thought the uh, when Heyman was talking and in in that music came. Uh, started playing. It was, it was awesome. It was one of those moments where you're like, what? It was, it was unexpected and great. And Joe, you will, will not beat Roman, but it was still great.
0: No, I, I don't think so either. But uh, Joe, thoughts on the return? Uh, totally caught me
3: off guard. I love the surprise. I was thinking he was going to come back for SummerSlam, but it makes sense for him to come back for the first uh, pay-per-view outside the Thunderdome. And he was at the his last pay per view was WrestleMania, and this time it's going to be just the
0: match that we needed at WrestleMania without yep. Daniel Bryan yeah. ruining it. I mean, until Daniel back. Bryan comes back, until Daniel Bryan comes back tonight uh, on SmackDown. <laughs> 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 Another big no, thing, that ha- <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Another big thing that happened was Big E qualified for Money in the Bank. Brian, uh, I think we all. Knew it was it was a given he was going to return. Uh, but you know there are other podcasts out there that we listen to, and you know what I want to happen is I want Big E to win the briefcase, and I want Kofi to win the title, and then I want Big E and Woods to come out and celebrate with Kofi, thinking the new day is going to you know have a big party, pancakes and unicorns for everybody, and then. Big E hits Woods with the briefcase, hits Kofi with the briefcase, wins the title, cashes in, and Big E is your new champ. Brian, thoughts on my prediction? Uh, not a spoiler prediction. Remember, we don't do spoilers here.
2: That's, that's chills, guys. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's, that's what chills. I do. I do that.
2: that yeah, that would, that would be if you want to explode people's minds with the return of live crowds – that would be the moment um, we're, we're not going to get into how new day was ranked the number one tag team of all time. And, and part of that appeal is that they haven't broke up Definitely. and they've always stuck together, even now that they're on separate brands. And to have that moment in front of a, a packed live crowd, <laughs> It, it, I wow, yeah, I'm, I'm getting chills thinking about how special dude, dude. that would be, even though like I, I want to cheer Biggie so much that you know a little part of me would go, Oh no, but it'd be a moment, it'd be a hell of a moment. And if they pull that off, uh, kudos, absolutely. And
0: what, and if you really want to throw a weird wrench into it, it could be MVP's plan all along in case Lashley loses, yeah. Now, they don't like need that. to show. They don't need to show Big E and MVP talking in the back like they did it whenever the hell they did for Miz.
3: Elimination Chamber. Yeah,
0: they don't need to do that. Just have it a big surprise. We've, you know, the surprises don't happen. They're going to get the live crowds back. This is when surprises need to happen. And if that happens, I'm a uh, fucking genius. And uh, on Monday Night Raw, we learned that, That wrestling podcast is another step closer to no raw talk for four months due to (laughs) Drew McIntyre qualifying for money in the bank. If you missed last week's show, go back into the archives and check it out. I said that if Drew McIntyre ends up winning money in the bank to challenge Bobby Lashley again, we will not talk about raw for four months on this program. Now, Joe, you've been trying to get raw off this program for a while. (laughs) Uh, you know, maybe this is the subliminal way to get your way. But thoughts on Drew winning the uh, chance to to be in the match?
3: I didn't think it was needed. I really didn't. I was uh, I was kind of bummed. I thought the whole episode was going towards Riddle winning it for Randy. They were setting it up perfectly for that, and they just blew it and let Drew win. And then as soon, like as soon as that happened, we had our side uh,
0: text going on, going, "Uh oh." We're not going to talk about Raw for four months. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so if you're uh, unaware, we have our group text. But because I'm on the west side, my time zone difference makes it a little hard for me to watch the shows the same time the guys do. I was not really aware about the side chat until this week, which we'll get into that a little bit later too. Um, Kevin, thoughts on Drew? Thoughts on Brittle slash Randy?
1: What would you think of Raw? So – uh, raw actually thought was 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 the be- last week's raw was was way better than the previous weeks this week's raw i thought was the best in probably maybe even this damn year uh, but this this raw started started off if if you can make me laugh i i enjoy the show Riddle with his handwritten note, <laughs> you know, you know, uh, saying it was from Randy, uh, what was it, Oh, Riddle's such a bodacious dude and, and uh, <laughs> uh, getting in there in, in the battle Royal was way better than, than truly like a over the top battle Royal on like a Ron SmackDown Riddle looked good you know, and then goes back. That was the best part about Drew winning was Riddle being in that match too. Cause he, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a few hiccups uh, here and there in the match, but Riddle, Riddle's the, one of the best things on, on raw. Uh, other things on raw, you know, uh, do drop again. Uh, you know, that's, it, it, I don't know how many times they can go back and forth. Like I'm going to pretend to walk away. No, I'm going to pretend to walk away. Like it needs to hit some traction sooner. Then later it's, or week, two, really no, it's, it's like week two, Kevin. No, it's like two weeks into week, the
0: program. Week four. No, it's week two. It's week two. Three. You've been drinking for hours, Kevin. I have, it is I two have. weeks into the program. <laughs> but she's had three I, matches. Yeah, uh, but still, I think that you know drink it too. It's been three
3: weeks into the program. The intro. Last week when she turned on there, and the previous week where they,
2: yeah, this is the three. third.
3: Tr- this is three weeks.
2: Split the difference, fellas. Yeah, like the fireworks in
3: my uh, background.
2: Boom, you, but you didn't say it. You didn't
3: say it, Kevin. You said, said four, and, and
2: Jay said two. Neither are y'all right. Uh, closer. Uh, you bit. know, I'll it was uh, right uh, standards.
0: I, I, I got it going over. I got to know what the Burger King tie-in is with Riddle. I yeah. don't understand. <laughs> I thought it was maybe the Chicken Wars with Chick-fil-A, but I don't know what <clears> throat> the throat> deal is there. And then uh, we're going to move on, uh, unless anybody has anything else about Rob. but I really uh, Yeah, just
2: would... one quick thing. I was disappointed that Lashley did not have Woods in the Hurt Lock as the show opened, oh, as they had <laughs> yeah. in the previous week. An automatic Wooden, failure for me. They're on
3: vacation, <laughs> still in the Hurt Lock. Woods yeah. wasn't on either. That's what's going on. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, Ryan, turned off Raw after
1: that, but no, and it's no, been no. announced that uh, Lashley versus Woods is going to be a match on the upcoming Raw, so maybe, maybe it will open up that They'll next Monday. Well,
0: that. Brian, there yeah. were other podcasts I listened to that they wanted the same
2: open as well. So, oh, uh, well, we're setting you trends, you and- fellas.
0: <laughs> NXT on Tuesday, uh, I have not seen anything referencing this battery charge. Thing that's happening uh any I, I i hope it's like a character named high voltage or like elec- the shock
2: electric- master <laughs> the shock- <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what they're bringing a lot of yeah maybe maybe it is that's the shock true. they like I doing that great american about. bash yeah like Brons-
1: yeah. bronson reed is now gonna be shock master <laughs> <laughs> i i on
0: my notes i have Barbie electric Plug man is coming back <laughs> electric man electro girl or electro were three names uh or the cell was the last one i had written of maybe a wrestler named the cell um i don't know i'm curious to see what that is but joe what did you think of gargano poking cross man i thought that was an interesting way to go with like the size difference and you know we've said many times we don't think anybody on the roster right now can be Cross, but i thought it was an interesting way to go thoughts
3: I agree. Definitely uh, the way to go. Uh, They're playing Johnny as, like we said last week, as the face this time. And we know he's not going to win, but he can bring the best out of this situation. So I'm going with Johnny Takeover uh, to make this an entertaining match, but there's no way that he's going to win. I like that he poked him. I like that Austin Theory is getting involved in it as well. And uh, I'm looking forward to the match, but it's like, again, it's another one of those foregone conclusions. He's not going to win. We're waiting for Walter
0: or Joe or
3: Joe or, or Joe or my prediction for the battery,
0: Tyler Breeze.
3: Nope. His battery is being recharged hundred percent. Keith Lee.
0: Oh,
2: that was wow. Mine. Okay. <laughs> I was going to do oh, a okay. one, two, three with you, Joe, but you, you got it out before me. Um, okay. One, two, three, Keith Lee. <laughs> Go ahead. But no, I, I saw who I was going to say, but I was in my quick moment there. Um, I'm going Finn Balor. Haven't heard anything from him since he's been gone. And again, yeah, yeah the losses the cross, recharge the battery. Come on back.
0: Um something that hit a little different. Swerve winning the well, North American title. I uh, love Bronson Reed. I was I, bummed to see it happen. But yeah. Kevin, what'd you think? I mean, it I feel like it came out of nowhere.
1: Agreed. I I it did come out of nowhere because Bronson Reed just won the title a few weeks back. But I, you know, he did have the uh you know, dark match type, uh, situation, him and cross both, uh, to see if they were, you know, main card ready. Uh, it would be sad to see him go just because I, I enjoy seeing him on, you know, NXT and I just don't want him to get lost on the main event, but if it is a situation where he could go and hopefully find success on say cross my fingers, smack down, because that's <laughs> where truly he needs to go. Uh, then again, him and, and do drop both basically wear the same exact, uh, outfit. So maybe he's going to be in part of the evolution. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> I, I, it's either he's going to the give them any ideas, <laughs> it's either, it's either, but I'm a big swerve fan. True. He's so, so good on, on the mic. He cuts good promos. He looks he looks great in the ring. He he's a fantastic wrestler. I don't mind the title switch. I, it was just unexpected. Just like Edge returning on SmackDown. That title that change was very unexpected.
0: Brian does swerve, slap.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Hit, <laughs> hit, row. <laughs> yeah, those guys, they have great chemistry. All those little backstage segments they have where they're, like, interrupting somebody, I, I think they have huge potential. I really like no. where they're going. And to Kevin's point, I was bummed because when you hear how they're like kind of previewing him for the main roster and he loses the title, it's like, oh, I know where this is going. So I was bummed because I think he's got a lot of potential. So, you know, just with the track record lately, maybe doesn't speak well to what his immediate future will be. Time will tell. Let me bring this
1: up then, because Cross also <sighs>
2: had that tryout. Yeah. Could he lose it
1: truly to Gargano on in in an upset? I...
0: I think that I the cross like entrance that. The, the cross entrance in a stadium, say SummerSlam, would be pretty amazing. However, it's on the West Coast, so it'll still be daylight out, which means it's not going to be a good entrance. If it's in an arena, that's another story. I don't think cross needs to go – well, I mean, how many times have we said this? We don't think they, somebody needs to leave NXT because we know what happens. I didn't know anything about these dark matches on the main roster. I had not seen that anywhere. Yeah. It makes sense, but like Bronson Reed is a star in NXT. He's not a star on the main roster. I hate to say that because the fuck do I know, but as a fan, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. He's a big dude. He's not going to be a big dude next to Omos or big E or, you know, who any, any of the other bigger guys on the main roster. So, uh I don't know. It's It'll fair. be interesting to see what happens. Uh, the Great American Bash happens Tuesday on NXT. Um, maybe the Shockmaster returns. Maybe that's the tie in. <laughs> it was a WCW event, the battery Charge, Shockmaster. Um, we'll start with you, Brian. We'll start with what I'm guessing is the main event Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. What do you think is going to happen?
2: Uh, see, my, my gut tells me Adam Cole. I, I think they're going to, you know, they, they had the, the big blow off, yeah. unsanctioned match. And now they got this match, which is just like a regular match. Usually it flips the other way where you start regular and then have some stipulations. So I think for that reason, I'm going Adam Cole just to have it even up at one on one. And then maybe there's a a third, you know, ladder match or three stages of hell or something. I I don't know. So I I think I think more to come still. So Adam Cole uh, will get the victory. Joe, thoughts?
3: Adam Cole. Uh, it's going to be like the whole, uh, my opinion of the Rollins-Cesaro thing too. There's got to be a rubber match. They're going to be tied and they're going to, both are going to end uh, SummerSlam
1: weekend.
0: Uh, and uh, The uh, NXT Tag Team Championship. MSK against Chompa and Thatcher, Kevin, what do you think?
1: Oh, it's going to, it's that match will be, might be the match of the night. I'm I, hoping MSK wins, <laughs> but champa and thatcher are, are growing on me as, as a tag team just the way they they communicate in the ring but i i got msk
0: i am msk as well and i think that champa and thatcher they're ready to break up i think it's time i mean they had a little quick run and i think thatcher would fit in perfect with the diamond mine so uh that is my my, my like thought that. there. So, uh, the the women's tag titles, Candice and Indy versus EO and Zoe Stark. Joe, what do you think?
3: Uh, I hate to go against Candice, but I'm gonna go with uh, EO and Zoe uh, taking it from the way.
2: Wow. Okay, Brian, I'm sticking with the champs. I'm sticking with the champs. I think EO and uh, Zoe are kind of the the new thrown together, and and the the NXT tag titles, the women's tag titles, has been like the hot potato, Uh, Mm -hmm. Dakota and Raquel. You had Shotzi and Ember. Now you got uh, Indy and Candace. So let's have somebody have a little bit of a run. So that's who I'm hoping for for this one, that maybe they can hold on to it for a couple of months at least. And the million-dollar
0: championship, L.A. Knight against Cameron Grimes. If L.A. Knight wins, Cameron Grimes becomes Knight's butler. Uh, Kevin,
1: (laughs) what do you think? Just for the (laughs) – Amazing shenanigans of him being the butler, because because we need it. He's yeah. gold on everything. I I am hoping LA night. We win. need it. Yep. I, if it wasn't for the butler, I'd be rooting for 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 Grimes right. every single time. But to see that happen, kind of like for like a Virgil million million dollar man type situation, it yeah. has to, because he's gonna reference. I'm not Virgil. <laughs> I'm Kevin <Cameron> Grimes. <laughs> you know, I mean, like. Uh, LA, 100.
0: No, yeah, bro. If you go to our Facebook page at that WrestlePod, Brian, you ran into
1: Cameron <laughs> Grimes at a
0: wedding. What's that it all did. about?
2: I did. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, he was there in full full outfit. The beard was amazing. The hat was amazing. He was throwing hundred dollar bills in the air at the bridal party. <laughs> we were going to the moon at the wedding Saturday. So I, did, check, out, check out our did, Facebook and you'll see the picture. I had to, I had to uh, approach Cameron and said, I'm a big fan. Let's do a picture. Real quick.
0: Did he get cut off in the the bridal shot
2: line? Like you did at my wedding? No. Oh no. no? Okay. no. okay. Don't steal my gimmick uh, Cameron.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh flashback to my wedding, Brian was my best man and the, during the bridal dance, you know, Everybody does a shot. Then they come out and dance with Brian Groom. Well, Brian was working the tray. A shot for you. A shot for him. Shot for you. Shot for him. Oh, you don't drink? Shot for me. Shot for me. And finally, somebody from the wait staff cut Brian
2: off. The staff removed me from stage.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, King.
0: Hey, King. Uh, So I do think LA Knight's going to win because he's awesome. I love everything about him. I'm a big Eli Drake fan from the past. And even though he's in that uh, Car Shield commercial, I still (laughs) love L.A. Knights. And moving on to AEW Extreme Nitro, a great (laughs) television show, an outstanding program. Here we go. The first live AEW explosion payback in weeks due to the NBA playoffs. And it was a really good show. A really good show, but there's only one thing people are talking about. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, Brian, uh, when I sent the outline, I got a text message from you and it said, hey, can I please get some time to talk Vicky Guerrero?
2: Here is your time to talk Vicky Guerrero. Please allow me to share my screen. I want you to see Vicky Guerrero and her cell job to Britt Baker's lock job. And tell me if you have a problem with what you're about to see. The answer is yes, because I saw it. Okay, yes, perfect. It Let's see it. She's going
0: for it. Britt's fighting for it.
3: fuck you
2: you got it okay so you see that right there she gets it and i think maybe because of jericho's commentary that makes it even worse for me that she taps and jericho's so adamant you know he's so excited she's out she's out She's not out as she taps and immediately stands on her knees and is like, Hey, what are you doing? I was furious. This is your champion. This is her finishing move. Vicky Guerrero doesn't even deserve to be in the ring. I don't get it. It was a, it really, really bothered me. And I wanted to make sure that you all saw what I saw last night on that or on Wednesday night, excuse me.
0: And what's interesting is you made that comment about Jericho and commentary. I love Jericho and commentary. Sure, mm-hmm. I, I'm predicting not a spoiler because we don't do spoilers here. Chris Jericho and Excalibur will be the Heenan and Monsoon of AEW in the future. That is how good I think Jericho is. Of course, he's doing what he's supposed to be doing, selling the move. You know, putting yeah, over. Okay. The great exactly. Mon- yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Um, another uh, the the main event. What a fucking match. M- MJF and Sammy Guevara. Uh, Kevin, we'll let you give your thoughts on that.
1: I, I say it every time when MJF uh, is mentioned on the show. I, I am the biggest MJF fan. Sammy coming out and everyone just cheering him. You know, he, he looks like a million bucks too. Just the match was fantastic. It was It was fantastic when it came on i think they gave him 30 minutes yeah it started that much that when mjf came out and i saw pinnacle come up i'm like looked at my phone i'm like it's only 9 30 it's only you know 90 minutes into the two-hour show and i was like okay these guys are gonna go at it and it was back and forth and it was it was fantastic it was great uh you know some shenanigans at the end but it was it was it was great it was a great match
0: I enjoyed the opening match, the young bucks against Penta and Eddie. And I don't know if you guys are following what the young bucks do on Twitter. I need the new bio gimmick is unbelievable. If you go to at that wrestle pod, I posted today uh, on Instagram and Twitter, a screenshot of what the bucks are doing every couple days. They tweet new bio and The one that was earlier today was Penta and Eddie. You got over on us last night, but can you do it when it matters next week on WWE dynamite? (laughs) I mean, it's fucking
2: genius. Yeah. absolute genius.
0: Yes. And you know, I mean, some of the buck stuff is just, I mean, it's so over the top and I love it. The, even yesterday, the mustaches, you know, or, or I mean on Wednesday, the mustaches are great. Everybody had one. You know, Omega had like the Lemmy, the Triple H look. It's just awesome. You know, in the multi thousand dollar Jordan ones, I read on Twitter today in 1996, the wrestling trend was fanny packs. In 2021, it's Jordan ones. I love it. I'm all in for that. Uh, Joe what did you uh watch pillman and miro i mean that was a good match that was a
3: good match uh good for pillman jr too uh showing that he can uh go with these guys but again it's it, this is the miro that we've wanted this is the miro that we've mm-hmm. needed, and this is the miro that needs to continue so keep cj away from miro
1: yeah and uh kind of like we started off, you know, with Vicky, not selling that move, Miro had him, you know, in, in Miro's finisher. And then he, you know, leaned back and put him in uh, the rear naked. You saw Pillman Jr.'s eyes just, just slowly go back, you know, and then like, it looked like he passed out and, you know, when and, Miro let go, he shoved him off and Pillman still laid there. That was probably the best match I, I I've seen with Pillman Jr. Like he, I,
3: I agree. And I also think that, uh, Thankfully, Jericho was on commentary because Jericho went out of his way to put Pillman Jr. over. He got saying, it's like, I just see his dad. It's like, you know, this is why he's in the business. Like Jericho, again, we just mentioned a few minutes ago about how he tells the story and sells everything when he's on commentary. Jericho's a student of the game and Jericho was the perfect commentator for that match to bring Pillman
1: into another level. In, in the, uh, the promo that Pillman Jr. did prior to the match was pretty good, too. Yeah, the uh, – Yeah, the back I'm, I'm
0: pretty impressed with him. I know, Brian, you're all in on Pillman now after the uh, dark side. Yeah. So
2: – Yeah, rooting for I, him. Good, good showing.
0: You know, I'm surprised that they haven't mentioned Brandy popping that cabbage out. And yesterday was Co- – or Wednesday was Cody's birthday. Like, I'm surprised they didn't mention any of that because normally – They've been doing all that shit. Brandy and Cody are shooting a reality show right now for TNT. So, like, I'm surprised that stuff has not been announced. And, okay, the main event. What we're all here to talk about.
2: Oh, boy.
0: Play the clip. So, when that happened, I had to stop and rewind to make sure I heard what I thought I heard. He said, WWE Dynamite. Now, at this point, I text the boys and I'm like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) Which then I get a couple of screenshots. Now, I I didn't know you guys had the side chat. Please discuss how the side chat started. What happened in the chat when (laughs) that happened, knowing I didn't see it yet? Please, I don't know who leads it. Brian, We'll go with you, Brian. Lead the way. I I started
2: it because, yeah, yeah, so I thought I heard it live, but it was one of those, did I hear it? Did I not hear? And then the internet confirmed, yes, I did hear it. And so I texted Joe and Kevin and I said, oh my, Jason's about to lose his shit. (laughs) And then they, they listened to the clip and played it. And then we had a bunch of back and forth. And for me, that was essentially- Jay, if you're Darth Vader saying, join me, if you only knew the power of the dark side, I'm saying, sign me up, Darth. That's, that's it. That, that was the last straw for me with Jim Ross. From day
0: one, I have not been down with Jim Ross on commentary. Joe, uh, remember what uh, Cody said? AEW was supposed to be, there was two adjectives he used. Can you refresh the audience of what those uh, adjectives were? Uh ooh, I don't remember. That was a long time. New ago. and fresh. Play <laughs> along, fresh. Joe. What the fuck? We've done this. We've done this bit like seven times on this show. New JR's and not fresh. New. Yes. Jr's not new. JR is not fresh. And I've been anti-Jim Ross for since the beginning when he started calling Jungle Boy Jungle Boy Jack Perry. When Jungle Boy has said, I don't want to use my father's name, I want to be a star on my own. And this motherfucker, Jungle Boy Jack, Jungle Boy Jack Perry from day one. And uh, then remember that time at all out last year during the casino battle Royale, when Anna Jay was readjusting her shirt, good old JR says, did Anna Jay have a wardrobe malfunction or is that wishful thinking in my head? How that motherfucker still had a job after that in the era we live in. No Uh, fucking way. He should have been off commentary.
1: (laughs) (laughs) By he does, God. He does have some pretty good jerky that.
0: No. <laughs> well, he, no, he can, this, he can uh, do that. Yeah, yeah. Go do that. Let him do that. You're on my yeah. fucking TV. So then after that incident, he <laughs> tweeted, didn't mean to offend anybody on the wardrobe malfunction line. Weak attempted humor. Sorry. Now lighten up. Oh, and then he deleted that tweet. Oh, and then by the way, maybe a month ago, two months ago, he called Kenny Omega the WWE champion. He's got a lot of belts. The WWE championship is not one of them. <laughs> and yeah. weeks ago, weeks ago, he called the debuting Andrade El Idolo Andre. And then uh, Excalibur, <laughs> you may need to teach me how to say his name. Come the fuck on. That's not an act. That's not a gimmick. That's a 75-year-old man who is not new, who's not fresh, and should not be on the fucking commentary table. He is a legend. He's one of the all-time greats. I am not taking any of that away. But in 2021, he's not either of those things on the commentary table. Put him in talent relations. And I, I read something on Twitter today that was a really good idea. Split up the hours. On commentary, like they used to do it, they're doing everything else they did on Nitro.
2: Nitro used to do that, yeah. Have our
0: one, one commentary team. Have our two, like that. And then in the same tweet, this idiot says, "And then play an angle that Jr. is a plant from WW. Go fuck yourself, because that's a bad (laughs)
2: idea. (laughs) No, that's an
0: awful idea. So I've said all along, it should have been Matt Striker in that chair, not Jim Ross. And why? 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 Do they need as much as I love Jericho on commentary? Why do they need a four-man booth for two fucking hours? I hate it when Taz sits there, I hate it when Callus sits there, I hate it when Jake yeah. the Snake sits there. It it needs to be two. It needs to be two. And Jim Ross tweeted, he made a joke. Oh, I, I made a mistake and no, I'm not quitting. Tony Khan needs to fucking do something. I feel like Tony Khan's becoming more of a character. Than he originally said he did not want to be. The stuff he does on Impact, he's on Busted Open every Wednesday. To, like Tony time.
2: Fuck, man. Fuck. testify testify Fuck. I, I am I'm throwing money to the church of the pod general uh, three, I'm, I'm, I'm loving what you're telling me Jim Ross you know there's those athletes and people you know, that are in position to power that say you know you know I'll know when to call it when what I can't do what I do at the level that I'm doing it that's the day I'll know to retire that's not Jim Ross. That's, That's not, he, he has to know that he's not that guy anymore, but I don't know if, I mean, obviously he loves the business. He's had an amazing career. I know he, you know, God rest her soul. He lost his wife a couple of years ago. So he, he, he probably has that and he's just so attached to it, but it's time. It is time. Maybe you split him up. You bring him in for like a match at a pay-per-view. He could do those backstage interview segments um you know the sit downs with jr every now and again i'm fine with any of that but i'm sorry if aew wants to be taken seriously you can't make mistakes like that because like you said jason the start of it as good of a show as that was that's what we're talking about more than anything today something like that can you
0: imagine someone who works at burger king says welcome right. to mcdonald's can i take your order right
2: you can't do it you can't do it
1: he needs to he needs to uh he put in his uh tweet i'm not quitting perfect you don't need to quit when you can get fired and then you can take your butt to oklahoma and go go do whatever you want well do. no because remember he said 17
0: now. times last night he lives in jacksonville now and, Jim and all the jimsonville yeah it was it was rough and Like I was, you know, look, I, we do this for fun. I work in broadcasting for real. That's how I pay for my car. I pay for my house. I work in broadcasting for real. So when I see this type of shit where blatant errors, whether it's on purpose or not,
2: and nothing's done about it. Fuck man. And by, oh, and by the way. That was immediately following an incredible video package summing up all the fun they they had and making the most of it a daily play. This amazing feel-good moment, thanking all that time, and then he drops that WWE Dynamite line. Come on! You can't do that! One of the best parts
1: about right after JR does it, there's like a white trash dude in a red t-shirt giving two <laughs> that was like, that video. It's like it's like ah.
2: Like. Uh, so is it, isn't Jacksonville known as the Redneck Riviera? Is that am Something I making like that. that up? Yeah, I think but, I was uh, more
3: offended by the fact that they had Cardona in the video because he was only on like two episodes. Like, why did they have to have him, who, him in there? Who? Zach Ryder. Oh Cardona yeah, Zach Ryder. Z a c
0: h Ryder. Yeah, that. Yeah,
3: but Matt, being I, Cody friend will do that. I just look at it like this. Uh Yeah, he's seventy-five. He's old. He's a legend.
0: Please it's don't excuse like, this. It's kind of like don't going to your this.
3: grandparents' house and they no, call you by no, the different kid's No, do not excuse name. this, Joe. It's not okay, I mean, Joe. It's, it's not my call. But it's like he made a Does mistake. It- He's made a lot of mistakes. They're not going to let him go. He's not going to quit and they're not going to fire him because they, I think in their mind, firing him would make them
0: look worse.
2: Yeah, well, you on the other hand, him. reassign him. Mm-hmm.
0: You on the other hand, you know maybe. Um, yeah, uh, you, and you
2: <laughs> did, and you did say that a, a four-person
3: team just doesn't work. So, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for many. coming, Joe. Thanks uh, for coming. So, well, all, be, all because I I was positive about Jr.
0: No, fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Bad old Jr. Old O L D, not O L. <laughs>
2: I'm currently punching Jim (laughs) Ross in the nose on my Zoom background.
0: So uh, the last week, we have celebrated a lot of big wrestling moment anniversaries. July, June 23rd, 1996, the Austin 316 promo debuted at King of the Ring. And as I look at my notes right now, none of you commented that I got the Month wrong. You got the, the month notes? wrong. I, I was going
3: to. <laughs> but I, didn't didn't to catch it. So. I didn't want to be the grammar police.
0: Uh, June 28th, 1998, Mick Foley tossed off of Hell in a Cell uh, versus The Undertaker and King of the Ring. And July 27th, 2011, CM Punk's Pipe Bomb. Now, all of these things are huge moments. And I thought it'd be cool just to chat a little bit about each one. What we thought, where we were, that type of thing. And then figure out of the three which was the most impactful in wrestling history now we'll start with the Austin 316 promo I couldn't afford pay-per-views back then so I had to wait and see what happened on Raw the next night and I feel like you're all shaking your head no so none of us could afford pay-per-views and at that point I mean I was I was only 20 so I couldn't even go to the bar at Buffalo Wild Wings or whatever or go to a bar to watch it um, I think that you know that if, if, if that didn't happen, I'm not wearing this shirt right now. Kevin, you're not drinking Broken Skull IPA right now. It's for Austin himself. It's the the T, capital T H E moment of his career.
2: Brian, yeah, I agree with all of that. Um, you know, it's that's what's that's the butterfly effect. But that was the time that. If you look at how business was with WWF versus WCW at NWO, WCW was hot running real hot. And if Austin doesn't do that promo, doesn't start the run that he has, maybe we're not even doing this podcast. It's, it's hard to believe it's it's that it's that uh, wide ranging. Um, You would think that Vince would come up with a plan B, you know, who knows, but that's that's the number one of these three for me.
3: I disagree. I gotta disagree. I don't think it I don't think that the the promo was great and it definitely planted the seed, but it wasn't instantaneous. It yes, it was months. there were Austin 316 signs the next took, night, and he wasn't even on the next pay-per-view. It wasn't it doesn't until matter. Brett it, came back in Survivor Series. That Austin finally became important, but there are signs the, the Royal next night. Rumble. It, and you know what? The next night after Mania uh, twenty nine, weren't uh, thirty thousand people doing this? Da, 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 because it was a huge it moment. Matter. It was no, a huge moment. I agree, it's a huge moment, but it's not. It's definitely not number one because Austin was. Austin would even say it didn't start until Brett came back. Brett made Austin what he was. It was, it started at Survivor Series 96, then the Royal Rumble when Austin got eliminated, came back in the ring and eliminated Brett, and then Mania 13. That was a culmination of Austin 360. But the Joe promo but made a t shirt. Austin was made months later.
2: But Joe, if he doesn't do that promo, does he even get to have the but opportunity? He didn't, he, he didn't even wrestle at the next, like he did nothing afterwards. But to, to your point, yeah, him and Brett. If he doesn't do that promo, does he even get the opportunity to go with Brett? If he just comes out and just but, says, but Jake Roberts, that, I beat you. I'm the king.
3: I, I It it's all not changes. A, it's, not, it's
1: not the clear number one for me. Nope.
0: All right, Kevin, you've been awfully quiet during this. What is your thoughts of the three sixteen promo?
1: I just like them uh, going back and forth. <laughs> yeah. I, I I guess I'm kind of in the middle. I I love the promo. I love the promo when it reminds me every single year because SportsCenter puts it on Facebook and remind and you know and they say twenty uh, years ago, X Money years ago, Austin three or uh, Austin three sixteen was invented. I love that. Promo, and I love it when you know the stars recreated and they do the few lines or the few words, and then it, you know Becky Lynch is doing it in the,
0: in the. They did a really good job this year of of recreating mm-hmm. with all the, the superstars saying a line or two, and then the
1: the the promo package. So I mean, yeah, you're right there, but um, but I I love the promo. To be honest, the 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 next two that we're going to talk about, each of them have something you know of course but that austin shit i vote over the years i've owned what two or three austin 316 shirts and i i i love wearing them and i agree with brian you know of would we even be wearing them you know and jay would we be drinking the beer and joe i understand what joe's saying you know the the saying made the shirt but he wasn't officially you know 100 percent
2: off of, the Ringmaster,
1: off of the Ringmaster, right? Uh, until months later. But I think... The, re- go the resident
0: to- nice guy return.
1: I- I'm back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so moving on to June 28th, 1998. King of the Ring was actually in Brian and I's hometown of Pittsburgh. Neither one of us were there. Because uh, <laughs> again, <laughs> couldn't afford a ticket to that shit. <laughs> uh, Mick Foley tossed off of Hell in the Cell. By God, I think he's dead. Uh, you know, old. well, it wasn't quite as old JR back then. But the moment itself is huge. I don't know if it's the moment for Foley, but Foley is, you know, he's turned that moment into years of stand-up shows, spoken word shows. And, and this year, you know, he just announced he's getting ready to go back on the road. So I think that that moment, while great for the holy shit moment you know last christmas my 20 year old nephew was here visiting and me being the only child and not really caring you know as i of what other people want to do i bought us wrestling tickets wwe was here this was two christmases ago before the pandemic he'd never been to a wrestling show he'd know anything about wrestling he's 21 years old 20 years old and I showed him the, the Mick Foley Undertaker match. That's one of those matches you show new fans. And he was like, whole, like he could not believe what he was seeing from the, the toss off the top, the toss through the middle. I don't know if that's the creative, I don't know if that's the moment that made Mick Foley, but I think that's a huge moment in wrestling because you show that to non-fans.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's going to be the, you know, whether or not they become a fan or not. That's the one I feel you always show a fan. We'll start with you, Kevin.
1: I, I know the bigger people remembering, you know, when he jump or gets thrown off the top, but when, when he gets put through the ring and actually falls on the ring, that's the one that makes me cringe more than going on the table. But af- Mick Foley, when you look at him, you know, not the most athletic looking dude. The table's not that long. What is it? Maybe eight foot. It's a six foot table. table. Yeah, it's not that big, so the margin of error is incredibly small for the dude not to get extremely hurt, maybe even die. Right, but you see it, and every time I, I'm one of those guys where it's like, if somebody falls off the ladder wrong, I'm like, ooh, shoot, or, ooh, I just don't want to see a broken bone or anything. I love watching that clip. That's it's still one of the best Hell in the Cell matches ever. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the... Um, uh, it was the second one. Yeah, it, it was the was second just, one. The first was Undertaker Sean. Undertaker Sean and Mick Foley is is a crazy insane in the head motherfucker, right? He truly is. Uh, <laughs> I, I I just love the moment. And, and yeah, I didn't buy it either because I couldn't... Afford. I mean, and, and to
0: pull the curtain back a little bit, Kevin's email is Foley 1234
1: at it is. Geocities.com. So, I mean, it, he loves McFoley. Foley. It, it he loves McFoley. If anyone wants my real email, it's foley10981 at Hotmail. I still rock out my Hotmail. Wow. That from freshman, wow. Freshman. Uh, that's
0: why I said Geocities, because that's not yeah. the real one. Wow. Whatever, dude. Rock, rock out with 1,
1: your hot 2, 3, out. <laughs> Fresh, oh, freshman year. It's funny. So, freshman year in high school, we had to, like, make uh, – uh, like a login for computer class or something. And I was like, shit, I love Mick Foley. And I was like, Foley and in my birthday. So I was like, and I just have been having wow. that since 1995.
0: I, I'm not wow. editing that out. So no, you're, no. whatever you get is on you,
1: man. Perfect. Any money? <laughs> my Venmo is also MSU one zero. No, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. no, Kidding. Kidding. no. Fogon.
0: If people are going to give somebody money on this show, it's whatamaneuver.net. Search that wrestling podcast. That's where the money Brian. goes. Buy a shirt, Brian. Joe, we'll go. I to you told next. my
2: wife to. <laughs> you never mind. <laughs>
0: what, what, what did you tell your wife? <laughs> the way you
2: edit said that, that out. No, it's my birthday. I said the it's guys a birthday are making gift.
3: Fun
0: of me. Can I get a shirt, honey? Yep. The boys at the front. My friends are making fun of me.
2: Uh, can we can, can you give me a shirt? I said, I if you it. love me and respect me, you'll buy our podcast shirts. <laughs> if you acknowledge me as the head of the table, oh. you will buy. You shirt. Oh.
0: Or did she say that to him?
2: And then did Brian she said that to him. <laughs> Oh, my God. I actually did last night because our daughter was sick. That's funny. I actually slept on the couch for the first time in years. That's amazing. And it's not fun. All uh, right.
0: Um, uh, did I – I think I said Joe. Yeah,
3: it was me. me. Go oh, ahead. One more thing. No, we're not going to do that again. Um, I think this is the number one moment. I got to – like this not only uh, – Made Foley, a made man in the WWE. It also changed the way big matches were, like the Hell in the Cell or ladder match or anything like that. If it wasn't for Foley's fall, we wouldn't have gotten all those TLC matches with Edge and Christian, Hardy Boys, and Dudley Boys. That made it like, how are we going to top this, but safely? Like, we're not going to let them do that again. But how many people have fallen off the cell since Foley did it? Not as good, but that's my number one because it changed the way big matches felt, and you could have a big match that wasn't for a championship, because that was a real main event.
2: Brian, let it rip. It's it's an iconic (laughs) match. you know. It goes down as one of the most important matches um, of of our uh, lives, at least for for my fandom, Um, and everything you guys said about Foley making it you know, being a made man. I, I just remember the ovation he got afterward that the crowd knew, holy cow, look what this guy did. You and can you, here. i swear I died. And
3: he came out later for a run-in in the main event. Right, right, yeah. that's
2: true. Um, and and I, I, again, keep trying to place it in the time frame of the, in this case, the Monday Night Wars. And I can remember, and I, I tried to Google and I couldn't quite find it, but around that same time, was a wcw pay-per-view that was like hogan versus piper in a cage and maybe macho man was in there and i'll never forget it because there was such a goof by the wcw production team that as the introductions were going on and they're showing the crowd this one crowd a guy who's at the show has his sign up and it was let's say it was hogan versus piper welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> and, uh, and they showed that on the pay-per-view. I'm sure Bischoff fired that guy that next night. Um, but, you know, from being a fan of, like, I like both shows, I think that was a big part for a lot of the casual people to say, wow, look what they're doing here with the WWF compared to what's going on with Nitro. I think it has and, that importance to it. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, the like Kevin said, the, the second... You know, toss through the ring when that chair comes yeah. down and hits him in the face after he hits the ring. Uh, That's unreal. The yep. And then uh, June 27th, 2011, CM Punk's Pipe Bomb, Thomas and Mac Center, Monday Night Raw, Las Vegas, Nevada. This one was something different. And at the time, we didn't know was it real? Was it planned? You know, the storyline was Punk's contract was expiring and he was going to leave and all this stuff. But, like, I feel like out of all of these three moments, you know, that one made Punk a star, not a superstar, a star. Like, Vanity Fair was doing stories on it. This is before Sports Illustrated was covering wrestling regularly like they do now. The Punk pipe bomb was unlike anything – Mm-hmm. I'd seen prior. I remember watching it and uh, it it is coincidence that I'm wearing the, the same shirt that punk wore that that was not on purpose. I had a, I had a Virgil t-shirt and I spilled stuff on it and it wouldn't look good on camera. <laughs> just, not saying I look great on camera as it is. I say that, that damn Olive, Olive garden. garden. It, was, Olive it was it was it was that meat fuck sauce or whatever he calls it. <laughs> uh, I just I think that the CM Punk promo did more for him than it did for the industry uh we'll go with joe start with you i agree with you
3: it did more for him and it was not as i mean all it did was just expose what was the truth and nothing's changed i could (laughs) leave and i'm just a spoke in the wheel the machine's still gonna go he left the spoke broke off and it's still going so it did, it did more for him. It made him the voice of the voiceless. It sold a few t-shirts. It gave him a, uh, credibility. It made him a star. But it didn't change the industry.
2: Brian? I think the reason it doesn't have quite the the history of it is because it is such an anti-WWE promo. It's tough to replay that in the, the video packages and history when you go, this company will be better off when Vince is dead, <laughs> right? And t- taken over by his idiotic daughter and son-in-law. You're not going to Doof- play that in the- Doofus son-in-law. son-in-law. <laughs> yes, yeah. Which, which by the way, that's the one thing he did get wrong because thank you, Triple H for NXT. And I, I know you have the reverence for Triple H uh jason i know that i love triple h so love so he triple got h. that one wrong but um but yeah you, you can't put that in the then now forever together package <laughs> where, where he throws in about how this company would be better off uh, Vince is dead um yeah. but it, it is it's a hell of a moment <laughs> Ke- kevin and i may have called each other when it happened I, like that's I, you know that's what
1: we did the oh age. really okay yeah, let you let's know, hear that either, story. like
2: then I, I remember we did that we also did remember when the nexus tore up the ring in their debut like kevin i remember calling me going like brian what's going on is everything okay (laughs) like with wrestling i'm like i don't know dude i don't know it was great so we probably did that for the pipe bomb as well it's a great moment but yeah it just doesn't quite hit the level i think because it's a little little too close to home as they say
1: like the thing with cm punk's pipe bomb i i absolutely loved it you know because it was on the verge of is he gonna stay is he gonna go I I am a strategic person with my pay-per-views. When I got into like adult age, I would like to buy the Rumble and I like to buy Mania. If I wasn't going to you know beatubs with with the fellas, but at this point I was living in Lebanon, Kentucky, moved my very first year from Michigan, and I remember I'm like, okay, I'm gonna buy Royal Rumble and Mania. Never expected to buy Money in the Bank, right? <laughs> in Money in the Bank pay-per-views, they're good, but that it was, it was amazing. I shelled out my, whatever, 55 bucks or whatever, 45, 55 bucks. Cause I wanted to see what was going to happen. I still watch that pipe bomb promo and I get, I get goosebumps. I, uh-huh. I still do because it's still so good. That pipe bomb is the reason why people chant CM Punk all yep.
0: the time and ice cream bars and ice cream bars. Which we got a very awful, awful version of. It's a nice cream squares.
1: Sauce. It's, it's just, a sandwich, and it's not that good.
0: Okay, so we've talked about all three. What is the most impactful moment of the three in wrestling history? Now I know we've kind of talked, we've kind of said it, but let's get the official, uh, official ranking here. I'll go first. I think Austin Three Sixteen is number one. I think Foley is number two, and I think Punk is number three. Now, Punk, yeah, I will pull it up on YouTube from time to time. Last week, I talked about my infatuation with Punk and his journey into the UFC. And I just love some of the stuff he's done. I always start with the pipe bomb, and then, you know, on YouTube, it's like CM Punk and Kevin Nash, CM Punk and Alberto Del Rio, CM Punk and Lucy Boots and Sites, like –
1: it's a Lucy, great. Oh yeah, Lucy. I care yeah, about
0: her. Yeah, she was there back with the punk era. So those are my my order. One, two, three. Kevin, we'll go to you.
1: I, uh, I I'm going to say what I personally like. I'll go with. Well, that's the point. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> versus industry like change. What do you
0: think? Well, no. The question is, yeah. the events were more impactful in wrestling history. So it's your your thoughts. Your opinions, you're allowed to say
1: what you think. I I I love the CM Punk, uh, pipe bomb. I'm taking that one. Austin two. Wow. And, okay. Uh, uh, Hell in the Cell. Foley almost wow. died uh, twice. Three. All right, Brian.
2: Man, man's got an emails tribute to him, and he's number three. Wow. Wow.
1: <laughs> that's amazing. Hater in the house.
2: Jason, my list is as same he as yours. The
0: Stone cold beer.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Good work. Uh, my list is the same as yours, Jason. One, two, three. Austin Foley pipe bomb. And, and Joe, you hate
0: everything. Let's hear it. Oh,
3: number one is uh, not JR. No, number one is Foley. <laughs> number two is Austin. Austin would be number one if you would have actually made an impact right after that promo. And last would be uh, CM Punk. Didn't really wow. like great promo. It was a great night, but didn't do anything for me.
0: All right. So let us know on social media at that pod, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Let us know what you think. If you're watching this on YouTube, leave it in the uh, comments. Or if you want to send a Gmail, gmails are wide open, thatwrestlepod at gmail.com. And now it's time for America's favorite podcast benchmark. It's time for the Five Count. That Wrestling Podcast presents the Five Count. It is the five count. And for this week, it's going to be a little bit different. And believe it or not, we actually had to practice for a few months before the podcast (laughs) went live in April. And one of the practice five counts we did was we made prediction of things we would like to see in the calendar year of 2021. So it's been a couple months. And we thought, well, for this five count, we would go back to the practice show and look at the ideas that we had come up with see if any of them actually have happened and then kind of comment yay yeah, or nay or you know just talk about it. so brian you're gonna lead the five count this week as far as the predict do we want to say predictions or it's just like a list. wish list, wish list I okay
2: yeah, more of a wish uh, list. You, you can call me that wrestling podcast uh, archivist because I, I saved this from the practice show. He's our Ben Brown. He yeah. is our Ben Brown. I, I'm Chris. guessing we did this, what, like mid-December? You know, it must think we I think we practiced
0: year. for three or four months. Yeah. I mean,
2: well, you can't
0: have this type of broadcast excellence without working on your craft. You got to <laughs> do the work. And that's what we did. I mean, this that's idea right. came seven years ago at your after party at your wedding. And <laughs> no it took doubt. a lot of time to develop relationships and work ethic and then the idea and the name and the, the formatting. And that's where we are right now. So let's start with uh, Joe. What did Joe put on his wish list? All
2: Brian? right. Okay. Again, if, it, if it's correct, thumbs up. If it could like maybe still happen middle or if it hasn't, thumbs down. Number five for Joe, Nia Jack's future endeavored. Uh, uh Everyone else was not have, happening. Everyone, uh, like, not, everyone else Yeah, all the other
1: cuts. She's not
2: happening. No, what
3: happened was she's not after like after most. Girls, that, Joe, no, she she ended up
2: being on every show.
1: Yeah, even
2: <laughs> more because yeah. she's awesome. You can't don't get hate. enough of Naya. Number four. This one, I'll give you partial credit, I <laughs> guess, but AEW second show on Saturday nights. Oh, uh, you were close. You yeah, were close. You yeah. 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 It was Friday. You know, it's but... Friday. Yeah. So not not too far.
0: Well, um, this was before dark and dark elevation yeah. and, and and you know that stuff. So you know
2: I'll give you a positive.
0: You're yeah. wrong. Yeah.
2: Whatever. Yeah. 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 You're just
1: gonna say I'm wrong no matter what.
2: Number <laughs> Num- numbers. Baby. Number three is the twenty four seven title goes away. I'll give a it thumbs in the middle. It, yeah, because you don't really see like it came up this past Monday. The truth
0: face. and during the Battle Royal, it
2: came up yeah. a couple yeah. times, right? But, but it kind of has. It kind of has. So I'll, give right. we'll give I'll, give a, I'll give you in the middle I'll give you up. Yeah, number <laughs> number two, Lesnar versus Lashley at SummerSlam. Okay, I'll, it, I'll, I'll w- give w- you in it? the That's middle. A push.
0: That's a push, yeah, that's right a push right now for now. It, it could still may happen. Could yeah.
2: still happen. There's been rumors of Brock's return. We'll see. And number one, <laughs> I
0: remember,
2: <laughs> Raw becomes must watch. And I think other than the last like three weeks, comes down. And I really and wanted
3: Raw to be good again. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <It's> just... uh. <laughs> no, there's still a half a year to go. We'll see if they turn it around. I
3: forgot about my number two, but like, yeah, that's a prediction, not a spoiler.
2: It's, it's still, we don't do spoilers here. Still in the ball, get Park, you never know. Who should we do next, I'll, uh, I'll go, yeah, do mine next. Do yeah, next. go Jason. All right, Jason's next. The yeah. pod general, uh, number five, Cindy Lauper in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> well, that it could happen next out. year.
0: Could happen next that's no, year. That's true. But, it was for but that's for this year, so. though. All right, so. okay. So you're okay.
2: wrong. She no. deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Number, More than Coco f- beware. <laughs> number four, Keith Lee, talk like a human. <laughs> I'm going to give this a thumbs in the middle because he's not talking at all right now. don't know what you mean.
0: (laughs) Maybe my battery is charging. I'm okay with that. And I'll be back. We need a great American
2: bash. Number three, John (laughs) Cena returns in a suit and with a beard. (laughs) He's another so, one in the rumor mill okay. I'll, g- I'll give the thumbs in the middle I, I don't so, see the beard happening though. As beard. we talked
0: about last week He said on Fallon he's going to be coming back I went and saw F9 on opening day And it was a movie uh, John Cena was awesome He <laughs> was so good <laughs> That's great. So good There's two more Fast and Furious movies coming And then they're going to end I feel like John Cena will be part of the next two movies He's going to come back He's going to come back. I would love the suit and the beard. It may or may not happen. You know, it's a push. We don't know yeah. what's going to happen. We give it a
2: push for now. Yep. It um, still happen. And F9 was a movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Num- number two. I-, I think we can confidently give this a thumbs down. Ronda Rousey ah. returns. She, she's got a baby underway. Nope. I th- I- that. I-, yeah. I, don't- I don't think even, you know, December we're going to see Ronda Rousey. So Dallas. Maybe WrestleMania next year, but of course it's 2022,
0: but okay.
2: Yep. yep. And, and number one, we, we have to, by the letter of the law, we have to give it the thumbs down. Big E wins the Royal Rumble. But I, to, to continue on though, you had some threads. Goes to Raw, joins the Hurt Business. And, and kind of what you were talking with Kofi isn't quite the same, but there's at least some threads there that I want to give you some props for of him going to Raw, becoming a heel. I'm pretty fucking smart. I know shit. But you didn't get this one. <laughs> but but I, go, I like where your head's at, huh? He yeah, didn't win. He didn't win the rumble.
0: Right, right. That's but you bet your ass. Come Summerslam. Come Money in the Bank.
3: Yeah. Did you uh, predict big? Did you predict uh, Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley at Summerslam? Because mine could actually really happen. So I'm pretty smart too. All
2: right. There's your five. Not mixed bag again, which I think is about well, what you want to shoot Okay, for Joe,
0: you want to play this game? No, I don't. I, no, think no, I it's don't. something that was actually within a few weeks of actually happening. You yeah, went, went long. You went I long. Went, which, yeah, I played the long know, game. I went, something immediate I went future, but Hey, something whatever,
3: about. man. Whatever, <laughs> yeah, Jason, Joe. Yours was a good one, but it's like you get – I would give him a thumbs in the middle for the simple fact that if you just get rid of the whole Royal Rumble – and make it money in the bank it really could happen you there know, could be there. as i said there's some threads. There. watchers thanks very much
0: yeah i'm still fucking smart that's right all i right, said can- samoa joe to nxt eat a dick <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: let's go to kevin kev. or, or do you want to do yours brian we'll, you we'll, we'll go yours? to kev I'll, I'll save my hosting for last uh kev number five i mean so far a thumbs up for me roman holds the belt the rest of the year Okay, I mean, obviously we're halfway into it, but so far so okay. good. He hasn't lost it. Uh, number four, AEW gains women talent. I th- I'd say that's thumbs down for now, but it could uh, it could be in do two do weeks
0: when when July fourteenth hits. Mickey James, the Iconics, Chelsea right. Green, they yes. all become free agents. So,
3: but isn't Mickey James with uh, NWA?
2: But yeah, NWA but has some- a
0: working relationship with AEW
1: that is right.
2: true okay yep um and kevin you need to talk on yours my, my apologies we're, we're hog, <laughs> hogging your five here um well, i i will say uh,
1: <laughs> aew did have a women's tournament that brought in some talent okay
2: yeah well nevertheless
1: I'll,
2: take the no. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a no for now but potential push. potential I'll to increase um this one kev Bray Wyatt's faction to grow and the hurt business to grow as well. <laughs>
1: well <laughs> I had ten thumbs. <laughs> That's right. And I get the milk milk's gone roll.
2: bad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <wah. laughs> Number two, um, you wanted the women's royal rumble to be a different night than the men's royal rumble. Okay. Come on, Joe,
0: give him shit for being wrong.
2: Down? Yeah, you, you were wrong. Were wrong. Way to go! <laughs> yeah, and number one, another one, just thumbs down. But you had uh, Pat McAfee to make a Royal Rumble <laughs> debut. <laughs> Didn't happen. He's he's now SmackDown's uh, number one color commentator. So he's he's still doing his. Thing. I love Pat McAfee. Yeah. he is yeah. the Funaki of the commentators
3: on
0: SmackDown. No, oh, he's my, he's Not, no. I mean, he's
3: amazing. He's
0: the number one. Yeah, like he's awesome. That's uh, awesome.
2: All right, Brian. Let's go to your list. Yeah, my list number five: uh, the Evolution pay-per-view returns with crowning of Queen of the of the Ring tournament. So, I mean, that's kind of you know still could happen. We got half the year, but you know, Charlotte thumbs would in, win. Thumbs in the middle, not looking good, but we'll see. Charlotte um, would win. No, probably <laughs> oh god, no.
1: uh, uh, women's uh, bellas would win.
2: Oh, all right. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't put that in my notes. No, uh, num- number four, one more main event run for Samoa Joe. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this one's taken a whole lot of turns in the last couple of months. He was fired. <laughs> but at you at didn't NXT. say main event where? I didn't. I did it. I was thinking main roster because he was on raw yeah. commentary at the time.
1: Push, um, NXT.
2: But yeah, I guess in theory, that's still possible, but it's a thumbs down for now. Um, my number three, I have to say a thumbs up more cinematic matches and i have in parentheses sting and hogan sting with darby teamed up against team taz that actually happened for a cinematic match so i think uh, Hulk hogan's done i'm afraid so um uh, would you call him hosting wrestlemania a cinematic match
1: (laughs) (laughs) hometown right pretty bad
2: Oh, too bad. Um,
1: <laughs> it's a sad, sad scene.
2: Num- number two, uh, not too far off from where uh, Jay's number one was, but I went a little more generic. I just have Big E wins the world championship. So, hey, talk, talk to happen. us and talk to us in a month. This could be a thumbs up. It's, it's a thumbs in the middle right now. And then I'm curious what you guys think of my number one. Um, I, I went kind of abstract, but I said my number one wish for the year was NXT stability. I didn't want so many guys leaving the roster. Their their commentary had changed. Now, on one hand, I, I think the roster's been pretty stable. On the other hand, they moved from Wednesday to Tuesday, so that's not really stable when you're changing a whole night of your programming. What do you but say? At guys? least I mean, but I it wasn't a, a war, a so it doesn't matter. Oh my! Not like oh my. chicken
3: sandwiches. I mean, that's a real war. That's yeah. a real
2: fucking. I, I'm leaning toward thumbs up on I'm that one. You but thumbs up they, on they, that I, one. I mean, Make it's sure NXT. They are stable.
0: Yeah, yeah it's, it's NXT. It's the I mean, I said it last week. It's the best show. on. It's the best wrestling show on TV. Yeah. And I and I love AEW, too. But I I don't think I've ever bitched, whined or complained about NXT in the 13 weeks we've done this show. Except for that that one time
2: that, uh, that Vic Joseph, uh, went and said, this is a great night at AWA in, in your house. (laughs) Oh, that didn't happen. My fault. Um, so yeah. All right. Well, there you go. The diamond mine was disappointing, but besides the point. Right. Right. So, okay. So there you go, guys. I think, I think overall capture, we have a couple good, I got a fly on my arm and whacking away. Um, we, ha- we have some clear failures, but we have some potentials to really make these um, predictions. We'll have to check, or not predictions, but our, our wish list to come true. We'll have to check on them again for our uh, end of the wrap-up. Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: Naya could still get
0: released. <laughs> <laughs> well, July is here. And, you know, it's been every month there's been release. And, and normally at this time, I would say that was the five count. but And then it would lead into the music. And then it would be to the voice guy saying, well, who's in your five count? We don't have that, but hit the music anyway. Who made your five count? Let us know on social media using the hashtag TWP five count. All right. So obviously you don't have a five count because you weren't practicing for months on end to do this show. But um, we have uh, a, a little announcement. I didn't put this on the rundown, but. Uh, if you're listening to this on Friday, uh, Sunday is Brian's birthday, July the 4th. Happy birthday, Brian. Thank you, sir. And apparently I'm the only one that, that cares. Think, thanks a birthday. lot, Kev. Thanks, Jeff. I'm, I'm going to pull some it. stuff
1: up for you. Don't worry about it. Hey, sure. Uh, it's your birthday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, so because, oh, well, actually, your birthday has nothing to do with this. The next couple weeks of the show is going to be a little different. I am going on a well-deserved vacation. I'm taking a couple weeks, and I am not going to be on the grid. I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be off the grid, so I'm not on the grid. And uh, next week, you're going to hear the audio version of Brews Next. This is our wrestling beer program. We've only done one episode so far because uh, it's definitely a a work in progress. I talked to Reagan Long from Local Brewing Co. in San Francisco, California, about their Mister Perfect IPA. It's a great beer. Uh, As you will hear in the uh, show next week, it's sold out. But you definitely need to follow Local Brewing Co. online, Reagan Long online, and get on that waiting list because when they release this every spring, you definitely want to get on it. Uh, It's a great beer. One could say it's a perfect IPA. See what I did there? And then in two weeks, I'll be in Mexico – And Brian did uh, a
2: great episode with Jason Jones. Who is Jason Jones, Brian? Yeah, Jason Jones is a writer uh, for The Athletic, the subscription sports uh, online service, if you will. Um, He covers the Sacramento Kings. And I've followed his work for probably more than a decade when he used to write for the Sacramento Bee, because I am the only Sacramento Kings fan (laughs) in parts unknown and probably this part of North America for that matter. Um, But he's also he's a big wrestling fan. He he um he just started his own wrestling podcast, so we did a hey, let's let's talk wrestling. Let's talk about your podcast. We get into a lot of stuff. There's even some Kings talk too. So maybe skip the end if you. Are the Kings interested. talk was
0: interesting. I liked the Kings talk. It really okay. did. And I got to say, Brian, like <laughs> you, you and I met working in broadcasting, and you don't broadcast anymore. But man, you are so fucking good. I Thanks, really Brian. enjoyed that podcast, and I'm not just blowing smoke because you're a dear friend and member of the show, but. Um, If you don't know the name Jason Jones, you may remember the story of a writer getting busted for watching a pay-per-view at the NBA Finals. This is that guy. Jason Jones is the guy. So uh, the next couple weeks of the show will be a little different. And uh, just make sure to uh, check out the show. Uh, Let us know what you think on social media at that WrestlePod. Uh, thatwrestlepod at gmail.com and uh, I'm going to go and enjoy my vacation and uh, we will talk to you after the return to live crowds oh I can't wait and Brian still will not have a That Wrestling Podcast t-shirt so we'll talk to you in a couple weeks thanks Joe, Kevin, Brian Danger, Darren we are wasting everybody listen this is That Wrestling Podcast thanks for listening follow That wrestle pod on Instagram, Twitter Facebook and YouTube one, two, three, that's it!